Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgenby. We have been dealing with the subject, the work of the believer and the spirit's leadership. The work of the believer and the spirit's leadership. We believe that the life of the believer is also a work. And this work, we can only be led to the destination which has been intended by the Lord for our lives. And I don't think tonight I'm going to take much of your time because I had already started this whole thing. And uh, I just want to talk about how to position yourself to be led by the Holy Spirit. You must position yourself to be led by the Holy Spirit. Let's close our eyes and begin to pray. I want you to pray the Spirit wherever you are. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Lord, we love you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, sweet Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you praise. We give you glory. Father, we thank you for tonight, and you are dear to us, Holy Spirit. I love you so much, and thank you for this privilege. Thy word is true, and it cannot lie. The Bible says that all things work together for the good of them that love God, and who are called according to your dear purpose. Lord, thank you for the lockdown and everything that comes with it, and all the new things that are happening, and the restructuring of the doctrines of men, making way for the doctrines of God. Thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you that you are brooding upon the many waters. Darkness cannot stop your move. Chaos city cannot stop your move. Thank you. Touch my lips. Anoint my lips and anoint the ears of my hearers. Let your word travel with speed. Such a speed. Let it arrive in homes, dormitories, offices, cars, everywhere. Let your word keep increasing even after the preaching of it. Even in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So like I, I was telling you, um, it is God's interest to lead us because the way of the Lord, no one can know it by himself. 
when you read the book of Isaiah 55, the verse number 9 there about, the Bible talks about the fact that it says, your ways are not my ways. Why? Because my thoughts are not your thoughts. Your ways are not my ways. Because your thoughts are not my thoughts. Then he said, said, my ways are higher. Higher than your ways. That is that the ways of the Lord are high ways. Hallelujah. Far beyond what men can imagine. So you can be surprised to know that all this COVID-19 thing and all that men are doing. Thank God for the effort. The, the ways of God to handle this maybe are very high. Okay? And we don't know. We don't know why. Because the thoughts of God are not our thoughts. Hallelujah. I was watching a movie with my wife before I came. The title is The Case of, the Case of Christ. And it's about an atheist, an atheist who is trying to prove the whole Christianity thing false. But I didn't actually finish watching, so I can't tell you the conclusion. I told you I'll get back home when we finish it. So when I finish, I'll come and continue for you to know. God bless you. The man was not able to make up the ways. Why? Because the ways of God were very high. I mean, it's not, you cannot look, use logics. You cannot use reasoning or whatever. No. That's why the Bible says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. He shall direct your path. God has to direct you in his ways for you to be able to walk in there. And we understood that the Holy Spirit is the guide, guide who has been sent to come and guide us. The Bible says that he will guide us into all truth. Now listen to me very careful. To be a custodian of truth does not make you a master of it. That's one thing. And you can have truth in your possession. But you may not even know how to make use of it. So, when we have truth and we are not led by the Holy Spirit, we can produce a lot of errors even on our ways. So, to have truth and just relax and get settled and you think, you think oh, if that's the case, like professors and many people will be masters of the word of God. They know the Bible, but they don't know the word. They know the Bible, they know the document but they don't know the word. They don't know the word. They don't understand the content. It's like somebody, I remember when I was growing up and we started computer, a course in the computer science. It was a core course. I wrote an exam on computer, yet I had not touched a computer before. And I described the mouse, I described <laughs> a monitor, I described the CPU. I was able to tell the story but I had never touched, and that was not that was the time computer was just coming up. I had never touched computer before. So the fact that you are able to tell the story doesn't mean you know the truth. You need to be guided by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, He is the custodian of truth. Jesus is the truth. Hallelujah. And we understood that from John that he would not speak of himself. He said, Whatever he sees or he hears from him, Jesus, he'll make it known unto us. We must be guided, our feet must be guided in truth. Now, it is not only when you walk in the valley of the shadow of death that you need the guidance of the Lord, but even when you are walking in truth, you need to be guided. When you are walking in truth, you need to be guided. One thing about uh, truth is that 
Thank you, Lord. The Bible says that a false balance abomination unto God. I'm full of matters. But I just want to know where to pick it up. A false balance and abomination unto the Lord. That's what the Bible says. You see, sometimes it is true. The Bible says that it is true for us to maybe go to church. It is true, yes. But you see, you are coming to church and your husband wants to eat. And you snub your husband, you come to church. Though it is true that you have to come to church, but you see, you must be guided. You must be guided as into how to handle truth. Other than that, the very truth you know, but it, which is supposed to set you free, misleading can just get you into bondage as long as the truth is concerned. That is why we need the Holy Spirit to tell us or to prompt us. And we understood that we have two types of work as long as the spirit life is concerned. We understood that we have working without instruction, working without any carefulness to certain details, working without command. We call it a peripatio. That is in Galatians 5, the verse number 16, the Bible says that for as many, sorry, say that, but as, as I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. This is the work that gives you power over the desires of the flesh that helps you to overcome the desires of the flesh as a new convert, as a, as a born again person. And then we have the stock hewing. These are all Greek languages I'm speaking to you. The stock hewing, which is working by order, working in ranks, working according to instruction. That is as you have grown, as you have matured in the things of God. Now the Lord begins to expect you to work according to certain commands. So you don't get up and do what you want. I mean, you move, you do things as instructed. That is a higher wisdom to peripatio and at that level there is high sensitivity to the will of God there is higher sensitivity to the will of God if you fail to be very sensitive to the will of God you cannot walk according to instruction you cannot walk according to order so you must really make yourself available to be led by the Holy Spirit the only time the only time you can walk in the perfect will of God is to be led by the Holy Spirit. Because it is the Spirit that searches the thing, the deep things of God. It is the Holy Ghost that knows the will of God at a particular time. It is the Holy Spirit that can make interpretation to you and bring you revelation and bring you understanding. It is the Spirit. So if you don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit or you are not going after the Holy Spirit, what it means is that you are not going to enjoy understanding you are not going to enjoy understanding. Now, to have the word of God without a spirit will make you religious. That's one thing you must know. To have the word of God without a spirit in its leadings will make you very religious. You will just become a, 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 you will legalize everything. Legalize everything and move in methodology and there will not be any fragrance of the spirit around you. And when you pursue the spirit without the word of God, also it makes you superstitious. It makes you superstitious. So the life of God, actually, we must put the two together, the word and the spirit. And that is the only time we walk in life. We walk in the life of God. Hallelujah. We walk according to the will of God. 
the bible says in romans 8 the verse number 14 says for as many as are led by the spirit they are the sons of god they are the sons of god mind you when we read the book of john the verse number one the chapter number one the verse number nine the bible says that as many as believe 12 the verse number 12 it said as many as believed him he gave them the power to become to become he didn't give them the power to be to become that means that it's a progressive thing so it means that they had not yet become they have the power to become so when do i become he said as many as are led by the spirit they are these ones are the sons of god glory wow so the son also know the will of the father he said the spirit itself himself bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of god that is romans 8 the verse number 16 but tonight you know i want to just let us look at about five points as to how to position yourself how to position yourself to be led by the spirit of god one day i was traveling and i had to make an important call so whilst i was driving i got to a place and i wanted to make the call and i realized that the call went through but i couldn't hear the voice of the other person though he could hear me speak so when i checked the signal i realized that the signal was very very bad and so i had to move the car to a strategic place where i saw that the signal was strong so what do i what did i do i actually positioned myself to receive signals so that i can communicate comfortably so what i'm talking about right now is how to position yourself so that you can really receive the signals of the holy spirit because i'm telling you the truth look <laughs> thank you holy spirit you will fail as a christian without this and this is one of the the most important thing as long as your work with the lord is concerned if you don't know this look you won't you won't go anywhere it is not enough to be given tithes and offering even to pay your tithes you must be led you must be led to pay your tithe yes i'm telling you you must be led and this is the reason why many people are making a lot of errors in the body of christ but we are supposed to live far above it thank you lord jesus number one thing that you have to do to position yourself so that you can really have access to the signals of the spirit as to what the holy spirit is saying the holy spirit doesn't just give command he also gives instructions the holy spirit doesn't just give instruction he also gives directions the holy spirit doesn't just give direction he also gives confirmations so before you can receive any of this to be able to walk in the will of god because it is he that knows the will of the father the number one thing is that you must embrace the word of god for the voice of god you must embrace the word of God for the voice of the Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Listen to me very carefully. You must embrace the word of God. Embrace the word of God with an intention to hear the voice of God. What is God saying? What is God saying? As I study the Bible, what is the Lord saying? What are you saying, God? What are you saying about this matter? Embrace the word of God for the voice of God the Lord spoke to me some time ago 2008 in the city of Cape Coast when I was praying 
and I was asking God certain questions that he laid before me certain things he laid before me which became questions to me the night before and whilst I was praying I was telling God that I'm ready to obey him all I need is to hear him I don't care what it will cost me all I need is to hear him and know that this is you Lord if I know it is you I told God I said I'm ready to let anything go to obey this so you just feel comfortable and talk to me I told God I said feel comfortable just tell me I'm ready God tell me talk to me Lord I want to hear you so I woke up from night 3, three in the a.m. and was praying and I was praying just one prayer Lord I want to hear you I want to hear your stand on this matter and then I heard the voice of God speak to me it was an impression actually in my spirit and the impression was Genesis 2.19 so I went straight to Genesis 2.19 and when I looked at it I read and once I was reading the last statement says that and whatsoever he called it that was the name thereof and immediately this word struck me I heard a voice of God clearly it was a clear answer to what I was laying and discussing with God whatsoever he called it that was the name thereof I said wow I knew and this was how I heard the voice of God from the word of God another instance I was praying concerning when I had to launch out in ministry because in the exam hall once I was writing the exam I heard the voice of God now I need your attention I left everything in the university after my last paper after my last answer to my last question walked out of the exams hall didn't return back to the place any longer I don't know when I'm going to go back for results or whatever but I didn't look back because when I heard a voice I knew it was God I knew it was God so when I went into a timeless waiting and receiving instructions from God whilst I was receiving the instruction I came to a point I felt I was so anointed and I felt the readiness because I had had a lot of uh, encounters within that space of time a lot of encounters a lot of encounters angelic encounters visions, dreams, voices presence I mean they were heavy so heavy so I at a point I, I, I felt very anointed because one day I stepped out and started praying for certain people and the manifestation was so much so I felt it was time for me to go and do wonders <laughs> so I started packing my bags to leave the, the guest house and then I heard a voice of I heard the voice of God clear. I heard it. He said, Son, however you go, you will have people to follow you. But I want you to go right. Right. What is right? What is right? So I had to stay a little longer because I don't understand right. Whether I have to go on the right or the left or the direction or a certain state. So I had to spend much time and wait on God. Malosh. Bare kibosh, libradas, kentelemosh, bare brandis, libakota. I want to hear your voice, Lord. 
Lord, I'm ready. My heart is ready. Lord, my heart is ready. Lord, my heart is ready. Lord, I'm yours. Praying, praying, fasting, praying, talking to God, praying, talking to God, praying. Then I asked God, what is the time you want me to leave this place? Then I heard a voice of God. He said this, and ye shall receive power after which the Holy Ghost had come upon you and ye shall become my witness. I said, I don't understand this. So I took the Bible, opened the book of Acts and I checked it again. I said, I'm asking of the time. And as I'm talking to you, I've taken like five days after the prayer. After the prayer, five days. I'm sharing certain experience to you so that you don't see certain things and don't let people make the, the, the work with God superstitious. At this point, I've come to a point where I have to walk by instruction. Then I'm asking God, what is the time? Is it time for me to go? Lord, show me. I want to step out. Is it, um, you see, I was, I was really burning with fire to step out because I felt God was going to do wonders with me. Then I heard a voice of God again. And ye shall receive power after which the Holy Spirit has come upon you and ye shall be my witness. I said, oh, I don't understand it. So around three o'clock in the evening from morning, I was there and I started meditating on that scripture again. Went for the Bible, looked at the thing because I wasn't seeing any time frame in it and any statement about time in it. I just want to take my time for you to understand this please. So when I looked into the Bible, then the Holy Spirit opened my eye and I saw, and ye shall receive power after which the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Then so I saw the time factor so I asked myself has the Holy Spirit come upon me? yes so do I have power? as long as he has come yes I have so if the power had arrived what am I? then I must be the witness then I realized Kai, it is time to step out pack my bag now I had the peace of God I had the peace of God in my spirit pack my bag pack and then I left I knew it was time I knew it was time I knew it was time God speaks to us. God leads us. So that you will not make mistakes. Because there are so many traps. There's, the Bible says there is a way that seems right in the sight of men. But the end thereof is death. So there are men that are walking in a seemingly right way. Yet they are leading themselves to death. How would you know that this way I'm walking on is death? You must embrace the word of God for the voice of God. When you pick the Bible, trust God trust God to hear his voice in the word. Trust God to hear his voice in the word. Don't just read the word of God to, to memorize scriptures and then come and point out as a good orator. No. Trust God. Now listen to me. The Bible says that when a fool keeps his mouth shut, he's considered wise. Sometimes it is better okay, to know much and be quiet than to begin to speak when you don't know. It is, but it's always better. Trust God. Don't just memorize scriptures and always ready to look for pulpits and you want to share and begin to speak like no, no, no. It's not necessary. You are here to communicate. Where are you rushing to? Why are you screaming on everybody? And sometimes you can scream and everybody's gone with haywire. Settle down, let the word settle with the people because they want to hear the voice of God. The Father is speaking. They want to hear the voice of God. When you pick the Bible, give the Bible a treat. Okay? Give the Bible a treat. One thing you don't know is that when you become conscious of your environment, 
whatever you get conscious of your body react to it and the spirit concerning whatever you, you get conscious to gets attracted it gets attracted so a woman can be around a man and tell the and tell the man that you i can see you are interested in me <laughs> i can see because you see you you become conscious of something certain things that there are certain reactions begin to take place trust god when you pick the bible trust god the bible says that the voice of god it tenders it tenders we read and we understood that the word of god went to Ezekiel. the voice of god was heard and the spirit entered him trust god when you embrace the word of god for the voice of god what actually happens is that the holy spirit is able to direct you is able to lead you hallelujah one of the greatest challenges we can face in our work with the Lord is learning accurately distinguishing the leading of the Holy Spirit from other leadings. Sometimes our feeling can lead us. For example, you, have, you are supposed to marry. It is easy to know it is not the will of God when the person you are coming to marry is an unbeliever. It is easy. I mean, and you don't this one, you don't need any prophetic intervention or whatever, and some wild wild rima and some of you I need a revelation. And this one, you don't need anything. The Bible says that darkness and light don't have anything in common. So if the person is an unbeliever, you cannot yoke together straight up. But you see, the challenge is when two Christian brothers or two Christian sisters are standing in front of you, and you are supposed to choose one, they are all tongue talkers, they are all born again you are supposed to choose one because the will of God is in levels we have the good will we have the acceptable will and we have the perfect will so which level do you want to walk in do you want to walk in a good will or the acceptable will or you want to walk in a perfect will God himself is always at the perfect place so if I were you I would choose to be at the perfect place that is why it's always good to ask God and ask him again until you get a perfect answer so in a case like this what do you have to do are you supposed to just choose anybody or you have to start and start then whoever it falls on you cast a lot whoever it falls on say ah this is it or the, the, the one who has big bottles is what you want to use say ah or you, your body makes you feel some way towards the person and that is your conclusion towards it is that these are the voices of your flesh your reasoning your logics your experiences yeah I'm telling you i'm telling you you need to hear the voice of god in this matter and the holy spirit is a master in leading us in some of these things yeah when i was in the tertiary there was a brother who was going out with a sister they were all christians the brother is now a man of god and whilst they were going out i mean we're all admiring them nice people second year the lady got admission to another institution another university and when she got there not too long like six months into time before i realized she has written to the brother that she should find another person and that She's going on. She's carrying on her life. At this time, this lady had gone. I'm telling a true story. My stories are true. Listen to me very careful. At this time, the lady had made another choice of another ojacious Christian papa 
on that campus which name start with certain university with a C. And the sister was happy going about because the, the boyfriend or the fiancé was popular on campus, local jazz shows. And you know, he was more choleric than the one, my friend that <laughs> was with me on, my, on, on our campus. And one day, they were going for a trip, an educational trip, and there was an accident. Because of this brother, this sister shunned the previous brother whose name starts with a D. Shunned him. And went for the papa. The papa. And when the sister had an accident, they had to cut off her legs. Her legs was amputated. And the moment that happened, about three months into time, this Ojasho's papa, this spiritual brother, was not minding the sister. And the sister managed to get in touch with her, him. And the brother went to visit the sister and told the sister that because of his calling, he doesn't think he can continue with this relationship because of her state, the lady's state. She doesn't think he can get married to her. So they had to quit. In such a situation, in such a situation, you can just imagine what will happen to the sister. But you see, when the sister was quitting the previous relationship, we were all talking and begging. And she made a statement that it's everybody in his life and life is full of choices. You can you imagine? <laughs> life is full of choices. So she chose the papa and left the boy of God. She went for the man of God and left the boy of God. And the man of God also outgrew her. her. And now, here she was. And you know what that my friend did? My friend called the lady and told the lady that no matter the state she's in, if she can accept him back, he's ready to take her on. The lady was so pierced to the heart that she told her that I cannot allow this. She said, I have, I have done you evil. I can't. I can't. I feel so bad seeing your face every morning. Wow. Wow. Charlie, it looks like Romeo and Juliet. Eh? Yeah. I'm preaching the word of God. I'm not telling you anything by Shakespeare. I'm preaching the word of God. So, this sister was not actually led. He didn't know that he was going for a Titanic ship, which was going to crash one day. And it crashed, actually crashed, and now she has been bounced. She didn't know. You must be led, my dear. Don't, don't, don't use logics. And don't use calculations. Don't use calculations. No, don't try. Don't try. The ability to abide in the Lord and maintain a living connection with him begins with hearing and obeying him. He said, God told Israel to obey his written word and his voice. When you read Jeremiah 7, the verse number 23 to 24. Jeremiah 7, the verse number 23 to 24. The Bible says that, but this command I gave them, obey my voice and I will be your God and you shall be my people and walk in all the way that I command you that it may be well with you. But they did not obey or incline their ear, but walked in their own counsels and stubbornness of their evil hearts and went backward and not forward. 
they went where backward and never came forward why because they never obeyed the commands of god they never aligned when you take the bible believe that you have the instructions of god the commands of god the status of god believe that that is what you are holding and as you are reading the bible trust the holy spirit to bring the voice out of the word the voice and have a ready heart to obey one of the things i've realized my experience with god is that anytime i tell lord i'm ready to let anything go i i i am ready to let go i am ready to let go he speaks he speaks usually when god speaks the sacrifice looks so difficult for my flesh but when i overcome it i realize that it was more better i obeyed this is how it has always been this is how it has always been the word of god has the potency to renew your mind when the word of god renews your mind through the studying and the meditation of the word of god it positions you to be able to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the Holy Spirit will never say anything which is not in line with the word of God. He will never. He will never. He will never. The Holy Spirit will never. The Holy Spirit will never. The Holy Spirit will never tell you, go and gather ladies' panties and bring it to church and let's burn it. He will never. The Holy Spirit will never, never say things like that. So if you know the word of God, you will not succumb to certain things. You will know this is not God. You know this is not the Holy Spirit. This is not it. So you position yourself like I positioned myself to receive the signal when I was making the call. You position yourself. That's why you must be full of the word of God. That's why you must be full of the word of God. That is why you must be full of the word of God. That is why you must be full of the word of God. Mm. in everything that you are doing he said I beseech thee therefore brethren by the mercy of God that ye present your body as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God he said that what you must be conformed to the will of God you must be conformed you must be in conformity how? through transformation how? through the word of God without the transformation of your mind you cannot come into the realm of conformity with with the will of God so the word of God will help you to know this is the voice of the Holy Spirit I hear because he says so he's saying this yes now listen to me usually for me this is my experience and I'm sure if it is the same Holy Spirit I'm sure it will be your experience most of the time, the Holy Spirit doesn't just speak to me. Listen to me very carefully. The Holy Spirit doesn't just speak to me literally. Okay? Like, um, like the scripture I quoted. And whatsoever I called it, that was the name thereof. Whatsoever I called it, that was the name thereof. If the Holy Spirit comes to me and tells me, whatsoever I call it, that was the name thereof. How can I understand? Actually, the Holy Spirit speaks to me in interpretational dimension. He interprets what I read and it releases understanding into my spirit. Then I know. I can see the connection. So the Bible says there is a spirit in man which is the inspiration of God that giveth understanding. 
So the Holy Spirit helps you to understand what the word of God is saying. He doesn't just come to translate the word. He doesn't just come to translate. No, no. the angel of God came to Daniel. When Daniel saw the angel, he fell down. The angel said, I have come to give you understanding of what was said. So they always, God wants to give us, because understanding is what brings establishment. The Bible said there are two. He said, knowledge shall build it. Wisdom shall build a house. He said, knowledge shall finish it. But understanding, he said, shall establish it. So understanding is a system of God for establishment. So when the Holy Spirit comes to you in communication, he doesn't just come and talk literally and tell you like this is not your you see the Holy Spirit will confuse you when you are supposed to choose listen to me very careful when you are supposed to choose between two uh, righteous people a brother two brothers who are in the church or who are born again very powerful vibrant brothers you'll be confused you don't know what to do when the Holy Spirit speaks he settles the confusion he comes a storm the Holy Spirit will not come and tell you uh, choose brother A choose brother A brother A is my will no you no 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 well I, I have not been led like that by him rather the Holy Spirit makes me understand why I have to choose brother A he will communicate in such a way that there will be a certain understanding he will deal with me like a son and a, a father and a son trying to help me to come to a point of understanding so he would let you have understanding why you have to so that you'll be at peace so that you'll be at peace because the peace of God is actually the note of his leadings the peace of God is actually the note of his leadings so you'll be making choices and life is full of choices and that's why you need the leadings of the Holy Spirit because you don't know every, any, anything the Holy Spirit has been around before you came the Holy Spirit he has been around before you came before the foundation of the earth, he was, he, he was around. So he knows every corner of this earth. And he can tell you, when you step here, you, you go down. Don't, don't, don't try it. Otherwise, you go down. The Spirit will never lead you into doing something that is opposite of God's written word. The Spirit and the word always agree. They always agree. John 16, the verse number 13 to 15. I want to read it from the TPT. The TPT translation. John 16, the verse number 13 to 15. He said, but when the truth giving spirit comes, he will unveil the reality of every truth within you. Now you understand it. So now you can, under, you can see what I'm trying to talk about. When he comes, he unveils the reality of every truth within you. Within where? Not within the Bible. Within you. So the word you have studied and has come alive. When he comes, he unveils them. He uses them to communicate with you. He said he won't speak on his own, but only what he hears from the Father. Then the emphasis says that, and he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. The Holy Spirit will reveal prophetically, and that is the leadership of the Spirit. He will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. If you are going to take a car and the car is going to get an accident, sometimes there can, <laughs> there can be two cars there. Two cars, okay? And the Holy Spirit will tell you, don't take this car, otherwise you won't, you, won't, you won't get to where you are going early. You will not, you see, sometimes you will not even understand why. 
it has to take a certain height of relationship with the Holy Spirit before maybe you can just obey him without interpretation or explanation or whatever but on the normal note what the Holy Spirit will do for you he will let you feel uncomfortable sitting in that car but you based on your judgment and your logic when you look at this car which is almost full which is almost full how can you tell me I should go and sit in this one which we are now coming to load and tell me that this one will arrive before this it has happened to me before before I realized on the way that fresh nice looking air conditioned bus had broken down that broken down and they have been there and where they had been I mean they had to take some 1 hour 30 minutes for a new car to come and load the passengers on so I, when we got there we had to say bye bye to them I was like wow it is a good thing to always listen to the Holy Spirit I felt very uncomfortable in that, I felt very uncomfortable so I told them I don't want to go again I want to wait for somebody so I want to wait for somebody so they can give my place to somebody else and I joined the next bars and this is how I escaped that thing hallelujah so he said he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come that means that there is something ahead of you and by the leadings of the Holy Spirit you will know them prophetically i pray in the mighty name of jesus christ that you will never lack the instructions and the leadings of the holy spirit in your life as you make choices in life as you make advancements in life it is not about which company pays well for all you know the company you are choosing that they pay well so i want to go and work there that is them last month they'll be in operation i was talking to a daughter of mine who we had to take a decision she sent she she had she had opportunity to work with about three oil companies and she sent them to me and once i was praying i told her let's go for this one let's go for this one and the one i was pointing to i, I didn't even know the name i'd never seen but i felt that's cool let's go for that one and there were the talos and the others and they were all present for me i had always known talo and talo but you see in no time talo is not active in the system like before so if she had gone through that system it means that she would have been passing with Talo by the leadings of the Holy Spirit we were able to choose the right company and she's still in business this is what I'm talking about, that's why I don't want to rush because you need to understand this number two number two spend time in prayers I'm talking about how to position yourself to be led by the Holy Spirit spend time in prayers I'm not going to tell you any superstitious thing these are simple simple things spend time in prayers Romans 8 26 to 27 says that and in a similar way the Holy Spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty to empower us in our weaknesses for example at times we don't even know how to pray or know the best things to ask for we don't even know the best things you ask for. He said, but the Holy Spirit rises up within us to super intercede on our behalf. Pleading to God with emotional says, too deep for words. God, the searcher of the heart, knows fully our longings. Yet, he also understands the desires of the Spirit. So now you can just understand. There is the knowledge of our longing and there is the understanding of the desires of the Spirit. They are not the same. He said, because the Holy Spirit passionately pleads before God for us, 
his holy ones in perfect harmony with God's plan and our destiny. Wow. You must spend time because you see, your prayer life determines the intensity of your desire. The fact that you wish for a thing doesn't mean you it will come to you automatically. As you are praying about your wishes, you are expressing to God that there is an intense desire for what I'm asking for. And what God knows, like we read here, he said, God, the center of the heart, knows fully our longings. Yet he also understands the desires of the spirit because the Holy Spirit passionately pleads so the pleadings of the Holy Spirit is actually the suggestion to God, Papa God that there is a deep desire for this situation your prayer life brings you to the court of God to be able to interact and relate with divinity on matters your prayer life is what brings you into the counsels of the Lord the Bible says knoweth thou the ordinances of heaven that you may establish rulership on earth in the book of Job your prayer life is what brings you into the courts and the counsels of God that you may be prevail to the counsels and decisions of heaven so Jesus said when you pray say our father which art in heaven said hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come then he said thy will be done on earth as it is where in heaven as it is in heaven thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven how do you know you see if you don't know the will of God when he begins to execute it on earth you be an antagonist to the will of God because sometimes the will of God is to take you through the wilderness before you get to Canaan. And if you are not very careful, you will speak against his leadership and you will not reach your promised land. So we must have knowledge of the will of God. Knowledge of the will of God. When you enter into prayer, when you go into prayer, when you have time praying, you are always privileged to have interactions with the wills of God. Your discernment gets sharper. Your understanding gets sharper. You are able to relate. You are able to hear. Because prayer is a communication. The Bible said, Daniel, I, Daniel, understood by the books. Daniel had understandings of the books and had a desire for the liberation of the children of Israel. And he, he entered into a three-day prayer. And when he entered into the three-day prayer, the answer was delayed by reason of warfare in the realm of the spirit, even on his blind side. But you see, Daniel is a man of understanding. So when he saw the delay, he didn't call it a denial. Yet he saw that it is time for him to push more and further. And then he continued for 21 days. He continued for 21 days and there was a release. There was a release. And when the angel came down, he came to explain why the delay. That was the first thing the angel did. The angel explained why the delay and what happened by reason of the extension of Daniel's prayer life. Child of God, let me tell you something. 
you have prayed over a thing for the first day second third day don't stop push a little further push a little further the angel gabriel told daniel he said daniel when i was released to bring the answer he said the prince of persia hindered me he hindered me and when you kept praying he said god sent your angel michael to help me out you see the station of your prayer life will release a backup from heaven will release a backup from heaven don't tell me that jesus said that we should pray one hour so after one hour that's all you have prayed for 15 minutes far too long please extend it 30 minutes go a little one hour try yourself and all night have you done it before wake up in the night and spend time in prayer please travel out of town book a place not to go and relax you went to pray just do things like this don't go on excursion to the seashore only go into the gardens to spend days go into the gardens to spend days and as you pray as you pray you enter into discussions and into into the corridors of heaven and you will be able to have information jeremiah 33 3 said he says that he said that call unto me and i will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you don't know it means that when we pray we are entitled to the revelation of hidden things the understanding on the honest the unexplainable we are entitled to it call unto me and i will answer you number one he said i will show you i will show you leadership by the spirit you must be prayerful the bible said that and david inquired of the lord david inquired of the lord leadership of the spirit you must be prayerful and he inquired of the lord again wow so every praying believer doesn't lack directions from the Holy Spirit. Excuse me. Spend time and pray in tongues. I would want I would want uh, Pastor Ima to read Proverbs twenty twenty seven for me, and then First Corinthians two nine. I just wanted to read it for me. Anybody can just do the reading for me. Spend time and pray in tongues. Spend time. Proverbs 20 verse 27. Can I take your time please? It's too long. Proverbs 20 verse 27. Yeah. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is the candle, you see? So when your spirit is alive, there is light for you to to, to follow. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Searching all the Searching inward parts of the belly. The inward part of the belly. First Corinthians 2, verse number 9 to 12. First Corinthians 2, the verse number 9 to 12. First Corinthians 2, verse 9. Yes. But as it is written, Yes. I had no eyes have not seen, nor ear heard. Ears have never heard. Neither have entered. It has never had entered into the heart of men. The things which God had prepared for them that love him. Great. But God had revealed them unto us by his spirit. God has revealed them unto us by what? His spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things. For the spirit searches. Yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of God? The Bible says that deep must call unto what? 
deep. The Holy Spirit will not be in the deep sides. He said, for what man knoweth the things of man? Except the spirit that is in man. <laughs> Glory. So let us actually spend time in spiritual corridors. The ovens of prayer. Let's be there and be well begged. Spend time, brother. You see, when you get too busy for all things without praying, you'll be out of business in no time. You'll be out of business in no time. What is relevant? It is not what men celebrate. It is what God has approved. It is what God... What life is worth living? What life is worth living? We come to life, we touch almost everything. A little of everything, a little of everything. But what is worth living? If I were you, I would stop whatever I'm doing and go on my knees and find out, Father, what did you have me do? And I like that about Paul. The day he got converted, the day he gave his life to Jesus, the next question, intelligent spiritual question was that, what do you have me do? The first question is, who are you? He said, Jesus Christ. He was convinced, what do you have me do? So Paul requested for his assignment before his first step. But unfortunately, many of us, we make moves before we require of our assignment. So we get born again and we go and look for big chains in our neck and put towels around our neck and begin to walk about and begin to feel like, what do you have me do? Spend time. Now listen to me. A sincerely praying person can never be arrogant. Listen to me very careful. Unfortunately, many prayer warriors are very arrogant. Because they boast themselves in their ability to pray. They boast themselves in their deep voice and the hours they are able to stand in prayer. But you see, the moment this thing begins to happen to your life, you have not yet, you have not yet come to the place where you can please the Lord. You have not yet come there. Because when you enter into the secret place of God and revelations are being made available unto you, I'm telling you what you will see will humble you. The man Daniel was a prayerful man. The Bible said that he prayed three times a day. Daniel prayed 21 days for one revelation. And the Bible said that the dead angel appeared. He fell down face flat. He fell down face flat. You, ah, careful. Careful. The spirit of arrogance and pride is, is actually blocking grace from you, but you don't know. You want everybody to know that you pray and you have done this and we have prayed and we have prayed a lot, you see, and we have prayed. Hey, boy, listen to me. If it's a communication with God, the more you travel in the things of God, the more humble you become because the revelations of God are far, far beyond what the flesh can offer. What you see, it, your flesh cannot bear it. When you see, Paul saw the light, he went blind. How are you able to see and still become uh, 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 proud? It was not the proper light. Because if it was a true light, you would go blind. Hmm. Number three, keep a constant hunger and test for the Lord. I'm talking about position yourself to be led by the Holy Spirit. Keep a constant hunger and test. He said, Come on to me. Or you that burden and heavy lady said, I'll give you rest. You see, your desire, your intense desire. The Bible says, Let them that test come and buy from me wine. So keep a constant hunger 
Oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul tests for thee. My flesh longer for thee. In a dry and a testing land where no water is, to see thy power and thy glory as I have seen in thy sanctuary. Hallelujah. David said, as the deer pants for the water brook, so my soul pants after thee. You see, your hunger and your thirst will always determine your direction in life. What you hunger after is what you pursue in life. What you test after is what you pursue in life. When a man is dying out of hunger, nothing is important to him. When a man is dying out of thirst, nothing is important to him. Haven't you come to a place where you have money in your pocket? And then you were hungry before. And yet the money didn't mean anything. You are not getting food to buy. One day I was traveling out of the country. And I had CDs. And where I got to, I couldn't buy anything with my CD. Meanwhile, I needed to buy something. Because I needed a nation's currency. Your hunger and your thirst will drive you. Your life is always driven in the direction of your hunger and your test. So if I were you, I would be hungry and thirsty. Like David said, say, oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. Why? Say, my soul test for thee. Will you test for him? Because when you test after the Holy Spirit, you go after him. Wherever he passes, you follow. I need you. Holy Spirit, please, I need you. Holy Spirit, please, I need you. Holy Spirit, please, I need you. Yeah. It is test that caused the soldiers of David to fight through the troops, broke through to go and fetch water, and broke through back and brought the water to David. David couldn't drink it, and he poured it out. He said, I cannot drink the blood of, 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 of you guys. Broke through it. Test. If you are testing for God, you will be ready to follow anywhere. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul. Can I tell you something? Your health, your spiritual health, is measured by your test and your hunger. Your appetite determines whether you are healthy or not. Your appetite for the things of the spirit determines whether you are healthy or not. When you wake up and there is no desire to study the word, there is no desire to pray, there is no hunger for quiet time, please, you are sick in the spirit. When you wake up and sometimes you don't feel like, oh, let me have an all night on my own. Oh, let me have a fast. Oh, let me. No, you, you don't have a desire for the word of God. You don't listen to messages. You don't. You are sick. A spiritual sickness is over your life. Your health, your appetite actually will determine your spiritual health. Wow. Number four, build yourself in the fear of the Lord. Build yourself in the fear of the Lord. I'm talking about positioning yourself to be led by the Holy Ghost. If you want to be led by the Holy Spirit, build yourself in the fear of the Lord. Why am I saying that? Psalm 25, verse number 14, he said, The secret of the Lord is with them that fear Him. Simple. So if you fear God, the Holy Ghost will reveal His secrets unto you. Deuteronomy 25, 25, I mean 29, 29, said, The secret things belong to God. The secret things belong to God. If you fear God, you, you have a revelation of what is hidden. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he will show them his covenant. He will show them his covenant. Wow. Build yourself in the fear of God. The Bible says that now this is the completion of the whole matter. He said, fear the Lord and obey his commandment. For this is the whole duty of man. 
today we, we have men we, we, we have men who are able to profess the anointed but we are not able to see the, 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 the anointed you see what you call yourself and what you do they are not the same brother don't look too nice in my sight why did you put on that tie to appear before me when you are alone what is the reverence you give to God not alone at a place where listen to me very careful not alone at a place where nobody sees but I can talk to you that in the midst of people what is even your imagination and intents of your heart is it something that please God is it something that please God when the fear of God is at work in your heart look you are not careful about I'm a, I'm a, I, there are people here let me be careful so I don't misbehave no 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 no. you fear God so much that wherever you are you fear God you not do things Joseph says something that I love so much he said why should I do this against my God he didn't say why should I do this against Potiphar Potiphar was a terrible soldier and the wife wanted to sleep with him with Joseph and Joseph ran away and Joseph said why should I do this against my God Joseph feared God not even Potiphar nobody would have seen it nobody would have seen it Child of God you see your fear of God is a suggestion a suggestion to the Holy Spirit of the height of reverence you give to him the Holy Spirit will always go to where he's respected where he's honored I'm telling you the truth why are you wearing the way you're dressing the way you are dressing if you have the fear of God in your heart look the Bible said that he esteemed among the seven spirits of God that was upon Jesus the Bible said he esteemed the fear of God above all he esteemed the fear of God because look without the fear of God you can't love God without the fear of God you can't love God the love of God the fear of God is actually the foundation for the love of God That will be for another time to explain certain things. Fear God. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he will show them his covenant. Then number five. And then I'm done with that. Meekness. Meekness. Engage the virtue of meekness. I'm talking about positioning yourself to be led. I'm talking about positioning yourself to be led. Engage the virtue of of meekness he says blessed are the meek he said for they shall what here they are now let's look at Psalm 25 the verse number 9 pastor kindly read it for me Psalm 25 the verse number 9 and then we look at Psalm 149 the verse number 4 meekness which is the which is a fruit of the spirit Psalm 25 verse 9 yeah the meek he guide he said the meek will he guide in judgment and the meek will he teach his way and the meek will he teach his way do you want to know the way to go do you want to know the decision to take he said the meek will he guide in judgment and the meek will he teach his ways if you are not meek you cannot enjoy the leadership of the holy spirit you can't Psalm 149, the verse number 4. 149, the verse number 4. For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people. God taketh pleasure in his people. Now he listen. Will, he will beautify 
He will beautify the meek with salvation. It means that God will not watch you go into distressing as long as you are meek. God will not watch you go into distressing. Look, it took meekness for Samson to be able to kill more of his enemy than he had done before. Samson had to come down no matter how old and how strong he is to look for. Samson was a judge in Israel, but he had to come down to look for a slave girl, a servant in the enemy's camp and he asked that little girl, take my hand, place it on the pillar that holds the place. Without meekness, you cannot relate with people like that. Meanwhile, they are the ones that have the answer. The meek will he guide. The meek will, uh, can I tell you something? <laughs> Whatever will make you in life has not been deposited in you. It has been deposited in people around you. You need a network of people to become what you must become. If you don't know how to be meek, there are some aspects of your life you can never tread there until you leave this earth. Because, look, my, my father-in-law told me something before he passed on. He said, in life, Learn to respect the downtrodden people. People you think they are nobody. And he was telling me, he says, many a time when I close from work, I go and sit by my watchman, my security man, and we can talk. I play draft with him. We talk. He said, the kind of secrets the guy tells me, the people who hate me in the area and people don't like me, I get surprised. He said, there was no way I would have known those things if I was somewhere. Hey, open the gate. Hey, do this, do that. And maybe somebody will have killed him. The meek will he guide. The meek will he guide. This scripture is very powerful. The meek will he guide in judgment. The meek will he guide in And then he will show you the way. Hey. I'm talking about position yourself to be led. Position yourself to be led. Because what is today can never be forever. That's what you must know. And in life, the people you start with, you go and come and meet them again. Learn how to handle people well. Because the Bible says that good measure pressed down, shake it together. Will he cause men? God will bless you through the medium of men. God will never bypass men to bless you. I'm telling you the truth. God will never bypass men to bless you. God will bless you through the medium of men. Be meek. Learn how to be meek. Because you need God's judgment and help his aid in judgment. I mean to take decision in judgment. You need God's leading, the Holy Spirit's leading to to know where to go, how to do things. Come down. Come down. The meek will he guide in judgment. The meek will he guide in judgment. The meek will, you see, you know how to speak big tongues, but you you don't know how to come down. Paul said, I have learned how to abase and abound. Learn to be meek. The meek will he guide in judgment. Let me add the sixth one, then I close. 
be conscious of the spirit and righteousness you want to be led by the holy ghost you want to position yourself to be led by the holy ghost be conscious of the spirit and the proverbs 8 20 it says that i lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of judgment there is what we call the way of righteousness it is not everything which is good that is right that's what he must know every right thing is good but not all good things are right the bible says that be conscious we must be conscious of the way of the spirit and righteousness take time and study about how the holy ghost does his things and be aware be fully educated about righteousness the bible said in proverbs 3 the verse number 5 to 6 he said trust in the law with all your heart they said in all your ways he said lean not on your own understanding in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path Psalm 23 said, he leaded me in the path of righteousness so when you are going somewhere and the place looks good but not right know that it is not God it is not the spirit because the Holy Ghost does not lead us in the path of goodness he leads us in the path of righteousness they said for his name's sake for his name's sake he leads us in the path of righteousness oh so you know uh, oh, let, let me kiss you small because we said we are going to marry already is it righteous the kiss may be good but is it righteous he leads us in the path of righteousness you are not married and you are doing it he leads us in the path of righteousness be conscious of the spirit and of righteousness I want to end the word of God here number one I spoke about positioning yourself to be led by the spirit and we understood that we must embrace the word of God for the voice of God we also realize that as we spend more time in prayer the Holy Spirit is able to communicate with us because we have dedicated a special time to relate number three we must keep a constant hunger because our life is driven in the direction of a hunger so we must keep a constant hunger and test after the spirit or after the Lord and the number four says that we must build ourselves in the fear of the Lord because we know that God guides the meek in judgment I mean sorry the, fear, the, the secret things of the Lord are with the, them that fear him and then number five is about meekness we know that God judges the meek guides the meek in judgment and then we have also understood that we must be conscious of the spirit and righteousness why? because he leaded us in the path of righteousness he leaded us in the path I believe you have been blessed tonight and I believe you are not going to take any decision you are not going to do anything so don't tell me pastor I don't know what to do I say if you, if you go by these things I'm telling you there are more things the Holy Spirit has a way that he leads us personally he has a personal way of leading us some of us there is a way he may deal with you and may not deal with another person so I, I pray for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and a strong desire to align with the leadership of the Holy Spirit will answer to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ I pray wherever you are just lift up your right hand as I pray for you I pray may the Holy Spirit touch you 
May God bless you. May God cause his face to shine upon you. May you never miss your direction in this life. May you never miss your calling. May you never miss your assignment. May you never hear the wrong voice and mistaking it for the voice of God. May you be sensitive and may God increase your hunger for him. Be blessed in Jesus' precious name. Have I prayed? Amen. God bless you. God bless you. enjoy the podcast you can subscribe you can share with your friends take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at kmc worldwide for more information visit kmcworldwide.org thanks again for listening god bless you